Yeah. All right. Driven Warriors, welcome. Now it's Graham's turn. Good so, morning. Good morning. Well, depending on whether they're watching this tonight or tomorrow or but yeah. Um, so um, guys, again, this is an effort to get to um to get you guys to find out a little more about our coaches and and what really you know fires them up and what they're um really what what it's all about for them, right? So um Graham, let's start. Let's start with you, like halfway through, <laughs> halfway through growing up, man. Like if, like back in high school, what kind of what kind of kid were you? <laughs> You're like, not, come on, not, man. Not a good let's one. Be professional. <laughs> if we started earlier in high school, I was a good kid. If we start halfway through, I wasn't really there. Okay, <laughs> talk to me about that part. That, that sounds interesting. No, um, honestly, I was always uh, my birthday's at the end of the year, so I was always like the the youngest in my class. So I was always the short kid. I was always, you know, the little scrawny, um, never athletic. Like everyone in my class was always older than me because I mm. I would start early at the end of the year. So I was, you know, never never athletic. Always kind of short and round. And honestly, by by mid high school, I was finally kind of sick of that. And that's when I first started trying to kind of get a little more fit. Um, and I do remember actually like spending months, like I just, I lived on my bike, like for hours a day, I would spend, you know, I had the, the rudimentary weight bench in the basement that I think every teenage boy had with, you know, I think Kidding I had like a, a, broom handle, a broom handle was my barbell stick and, you know, water jugs full of water and old and did lose a bunch of the weight and get a little bit of a almost have a six pack going and then and then I got my driver's license and it all went to pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And uh and and so tell me about maybe the highs and the lows of 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 your fitness journey. So you almost got a six pack Just and then me. what was like the the at which point in life did you find yourself at your at your like worst shape? Uh Absolute worst, definitely. Oh, actually, hmm. it lasted about two decades, to be honest. Um, in my late teens, early 20s, I took a job out of town. Um, I was still fairly trying to keep somewhat fit at that point. I had, I had stopped being as much of a punk, so I wasn't drinking anymore, and I was getting a little more fit again. Um and yeah, I, I moved out of town, I think only for, I had just gotten engaged and I moved out of town for a job. I was only gone for six months and I came back about 50 to 60 pounds heavier in Whoa. six months. Holy smokes. Yeah. What did your um, fiance say? I'm, she kind of kept pretty quiet about it. <laughs> I mean, I think she was shocked, but she obviously, she, like, she, she didn't just this guy? my body, so that was good. <laughs> Oh man, uh, um, yeah, I think okay, she's working for me. At this point, how old? How old are you? Like at that point? Uh, so I would have been like twenty, twenty-one, mm. something like that. And then okay. I came back and I, I carried that weight up until this year. So, really? So yeah. it just became the new, the new base. That was me, man. I, I hovered. I was usually between like two hundred and two ten, and that was just where I sat for twenty some odd years. Um, see, I've been on blood pressure medication for like a decade and a half and, 
Um, you know, so raised three daughters and the whole time watching my dad go through tons and tons of health issues. And then like by, by 39, he'd had his first stroke. So that was always kind of in the back of my head. And I do actually remember waking up on my 40th birthday and, uh, feeling this weird weight that I didn't realize I was carrying, but just feeling this weight come off my shoulders. Like I made it to 40. Didn't have a heart attack, didn't have a stroke. I made it. Oh I guess I, I didn't realize that was in the back of my head all these years. But that was kind of the turning point is like when I realized I'm really worried about how my dad turned out. So I need to get off my ass and do something. Okay, let's talk about um, from from a man's per- perspective, because mm-hmm. um, uh, just funny in, in my conversation with Amanda, I was talking about how uh, my coach is, 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 is pushing me for us to make a, a bigger effort to talk to men directly. Okay. Um, and I'm like, it doesn't matter what you are. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, but let's talk about this um, from, so you see your dad grow up like this or, or yeah. well deal with these things. You grow up and from an early age and for a long time, you have these, uh, well, this lifestyle now looking back, because now obviously you've made a lot of progress and, and, and everything. Uh, it's a completely different lifestyle now. Yeah. But having three little girls, mm-hmm. um, now looking back, what do you think? Like, how did you feel as 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 a, as a, as a father and as a husband? Like, did that impact? How you were able to show up for them at all, or not at all? It wouldn't have mattered. At all, absolutely, it did. Um, looking back, I can definitely see that. Um, when the first two were still quite young, we did still get out and try to do hikes and things. I mean, I definitely struggled on them, but I still like to think I was active. I always have this kind of meme in the back of my head. There's this picture I saw years ago. It's this like beautiful woman in front of a mirror, and her reflection is you know really overweight and frumpy, and she's all upset. But in reality, she's gorgeous. Yeah. And then the man on the other side, he's like, you know, balding, huge beer belly. And in his reflection in the mirror is this big buff. Yeah. 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 And that always stuck with me because I never saw myself as having all that weight. Like okay. in my head, I was always like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I actually had, um, so go back a little bit here. When two, the first two kids were young, we used to still go out and try to do some hiking and things. The third one came along. It just went to pot. It was just, every excuse in the world. It was just too much packing the three of them around trying to get out. And, but I did still try to take them out and do things. And I do remember there was one specific day we had met my sister and my niece and nephews at the pool with the kids as well. And we had a great day. We spent a couple hours at the pool. We used to go swimming all the time and came back and my sister had sent me a picture and it was me playing in the pool with one of my nephews. And it was like this seal came out of the water and I thought like, is that really what I look like right now? <laughs> and I remember that, that picture I actually keep on my phone. That's my kind of motivation. That's my comparison. Cause that was me at my absolute worst. Wow. And yeah, I actually, so you're saying like, um, did it affect being there for the kids and stuff? Absolutely. Cause at that point I stopped taking the kids swimming and that was something we used to do all the time. And it was not really to like kind of look back and realized, Oh, wait a minute. Like, I stopped doing a lot of extra things, which, which is really the, the, 
the negative response like it should have been get out and get more active but instead it was more you know okay bulky sweaters and i'm not gonna i just yeah. i kind of shut down a bit and that's not fair to them especially at the ages they were at so yeah they ended up i mean at least for that time they they paid the price of, of yeah. your decisions yeah i mean we still put them in lessons so they swam but it, like dad wasn't going with them and doing stuff so and that matters too, of course yeah 100 um yeah. What about what about how you were showing up as a as a husband as a partner? Um, I think if if you are particularly not in a great spot, that's probably going to show up in one way or another. Um, even if it's just in your language about yourself, right? Making funny derogative comments yeah. about yourself and jokes and ha ha i'll say it first so that you don't like there's many ways in which we can uh be affected what what did you now looking back oh i don't even have to look back for that one i know because she told me often uh for me it was my mood i was just i was grumpy a lot um when it first started showing up we kind of chalked it up to my job i was doing um like retail security for about 10 years so i was dealing with crappy people all day. I really was. Yeah. So I'd come home just angry and I was always grumpy. So we kind of just chalked it up to my job and I got to smarten up, but really it wasn't like, cause it, even when I started nursing and I love doing that and I come home from work invigorated, I still, I get grumpy really quick. And really that was me internalizing. I just felt like shit and it had to, it had to get out somewhere. So, yeah, you know, there's so much power in taking ownership of that. Right. Um, I um, Fridays, it's really in my mind. So, so I apologize, guys, if, if, if you're watching both interviews back to back, you'll be like, eh, he's going to talk about this again. But I, um, I have a, a, a mastermind group with six friends. Katie makes a fun makes fun of me because they're they're my only six friends. They're my only friends um, <laughs> mm -hmm. that um, we've met every single Friday for the last two to three years. And and we call out each other on our shit. And yeah. and one of the guys, uh, the youngest guy, um, he was complaining about his wife. He was saying, uh, "I've got all of this on my plate, and she's just at home, just with the kids. And it's you know, and she can't do this and that. Like I tell her, no problem. I'll I'll help out a day yeah. here or there. Um, but I just don't understand that 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 mentality, blah blah, and." on the older side of the table is me and, um, and my, and my good friend, Craig. And, um, and we both just stopped him like right then and there. And we we're like, man, you owe everything to your woman. Everything. I was like, have you ever tried being alone with your children for a whole day? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, look, man, I consider myself a good father. I can't handle my kids a whole day i couldn't they don't even want me to even attempt it because they know mm -hmm. <laughs> you know i'm gonna check out i can't handle that your wife does that 24 7 365 days like yeah. so i'm like my friend it's not that you are here and she is here she is here and you are here you, you're just not looking at it. And yeah. and because both of us, uh, the older guys, we've been through our, uh, well, divorces. 
um, we were like, you know what is more crippling than anything else you can possibly go through? Losing your family. So man the F up and go and treat your woman right. Like, so it's like calling each other on 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 that kind of stuff. And, and it's powerful, right? Um, so now you coach, how many coaching clients do you have? Um, I've got five right now because a couple were um, the temporary ones. So I've, yeah. I've just recently lost a couple that were just doing the one month and I'm yeah. Up a couple more, so yeah, I'm at five right now. Okay, and and the majority of them are, are guys, right? Right now, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what does it how does it feel for you to um, because obviously, when you're the changes that any one of us applies to our own life, our own lifestyle, mm-hmm. permeate every other area of our lives, including our families, right? So, what the work that you're doing with your clients directly benefits their families so what does that feel like for you now um is it a little nerve-wracking or or to know that you're you're like that's how much Um, that role is actually not nerve-wracking i'm really enjoying it because i've got i've got a couple of guys who are um you can tell a lot of this they're doing for their families um, and that really shows. So they're actually integrating their kids into the workout. Like I've got two guys who literally pack their kids around on hikes, like as weights. And it's great. Cause that's, they're getting their workout. The kids are getting quality time with their dads and they're, right. they're yeah. brought up, like they're quite young. So they're going to be brought up, you know, doing this as a regular basis. So that's actually pretty cool. Like I'm, I'm enjoying watching that and I'm praising these guys like as much as I can, like, I hope you know how much I love this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a really important point. Um, last year, one of my coaches said, Miguel, what gold stars are you chasing? And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's, that's, that's usually what my response is every time he comes up with us. And, and, and he says, well, look, when we go to school, when you're a kid, they ask you to memorize something or whatever color within the lines and you do it right you get a gold star right yeah so you learn as long as i do this i get a gold star and as you grow up you chase different gold stars so what do you find gives you satisfaction like what makes you feel yeah i just did that like okay besides a workout um and i was like you know um i i feel a lot of pride in waking up at two or three in the morning and crushing almost an entire day of work until, you know, up till whatever, 8 a.m. And then my day begins. And he's like, okay, who is giving you that gold star? Who's holding up that expectation for yourself? I said, uh, I couldn't say you because he wasn't. Uh, And I said, uh, no one, myself. It's like, okay, what are the most valuable moments that you had last year? And they all had to do with family. My daughter told me I was the best dad in the world. Um, I was there for my son when, when, when something really eventful in his teenage years happened, right? He trusted me with it. He wanted me to, to, to be part of that. That meant a lot to me. Um, and, uh, and, and the other one was, was uh, my wife, just giving me some, some appreciation. And uh, and he's like, hmm, so can you see how out of line 
those things are. These are the gold stars that you choose should be chasing. These ones, the ones that give you more experiences, just like those. The, the people that hold the gold stars are your kids and your wife. So we need to work at getting you more of those gold stars, not those other ones that don't really mean shit. <laughs> it's like, great, you're going to give yourself the pat, the pat on the back? Great. But th those are not the moments that bring you the most joy. And, and it just goes directly back to this, right? You giving these guys that affirmation of like, yes, you're doing the right thing for your family. Like, yeah. you know, holding that bar up for them is 100%. Yeah. Going to help them be like, oh right, that's the right gold star. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get get some more of those. Yeah, I just love seeing it because again, these are kids who are gonna grow up. This is kind of their daily routine to get out and get active, and it's wonderful. I love it because I yeah. used to be like that as a kid, and then it all went like it stopped. Like when my dad started having health problems, we didn't really do much. So it was, it's nice to see this. Like keep it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah come on come camera. on keep it up. where's my camera get out there yeah well i think you know it really comes precisely from that experience from knowing that if whether you're a mom or a dad oh because i have two coaches by the way the coach that is trying to push me to uh to speak more to men is a different coach than the coach that anyway the, the gold star story um you have like half a dozen or so don't you <laughs> i have one for my nutrition um two for my business um and yeah and and one for my basically my my my, my relationship with katie like just yeah you got to put your time where, where yeah. they said your your schedule reflects your priorities <clears throat> right um so now i've i've kind of rephrased things i wake up at sometimes three in the morning not because I want to be seen as the guy that works the hardest, mm -hmm. but because I want to be seen as the guy that spends the evening with their with their kids and is done by 2 p.m. and can pick up his son from school and drive him to tennis and like that's 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 what it matters. So yeah, um, I forgot what I was going to say. You see, that was part of the drive for night shift for me was that I could actually be home. As far as the kids know, I'm a stay at home dad. They have no idea that I work even because I go to work when they're asleep and. They wake up for school in the morning and then, well, before COVID, I was just there <laughs> doing yeah. practice. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And that's going to be hard. How long have you been? You're still isolating? Yeah. Seven, seven months and two weeks now. Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. Let's not even go there. <laughs> I'll, I'll turn into a, I'll turn into a mess, man. Um, how do, okay. You know what? Fuck it. How do you do it? Like, do you do you like Skype? Do you do this with them all the time, or well, what? I mean, the good news is we're I'm literally parked in my camper in the driveway, so I'm I'm home. Um, so I mean, everyone's just outside my window. So I do meet like we we meet outside all the time. So okay. we've got a little sitting area set up at the front door. So my wife and I like when she has her coffee breaks at work. She's working from home as well. Has been for months. Um, so when she has her coffee breaks, we'll go meet outside in the lawn for a coffee. We've got our fire pit out in the backyard. So, and we put okay, up a, so can, a in the can, summer. Um, we do a lot of yard stuff in the summer. It's just, you know. Okay. So, so you can, you can at least like give them a hug. Uh, actually what my wife and I have been doing, and no, not really. No. Um, 
if we kind of mask up and stuff, we have occasionally, but for the most part, I'm staying apart. The way we've got around the physical contact is uh, the motorcycle. Love it. For six years, my wife has hated that thing. This year, she finally got on with me and would we'd go like once a week. She would gear up and I'd gear up and we'd go out because with the helmets and gloves and everything, we figured, hey, it's got to be like isolation suit. <laughs> so, oh, my God. You guys we'd we'd jump on the back. We'd go for a ride. So. So a few yeah. good things have come out of COVID. I finally got my <laughs> wife on the back of my bike. So. <laughs> oh man. Um, hey, and so how? So now you're you're what? Almost three months into this? Seven. Oh wait. No, no. Into, into what? The the like the <laughs> coaching. coaching. Yeah, three months. Um, in about yeah, 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 pretty much. Um, how challenging has it been? Uh, making that work with your with your shifts and everything at work has that been? <laughs> uh, for the most part, it's okay. The first the first little while, definitely, I think I was burning myself out a little bit just because I was I was trying to reply to everything like right away. Yeah. And what I actually do, oh god, because I'm I I come home from work at like seven thirty in the morning and go to bed. So what I would typically do is I, I kind of go through and write to people like stupid early in the morning just to make my contact. And then I go to bed and when I wake up, there's responses. But for a while I was trying to like sit up and wait to like keep a conversation going. And it's like, no, I can't, I can't do this. I have to sleep. Yeah. Um, and typically, typically I don't sleep for long. Anyhow, I kind of, I nap. So I'm, I have my schedule set so like by noon I'm ready to go and I can take calls and for the most part that works out. There's the occasional day where I actually was sleeping really hard and it, it really hurt to wake up for like a <laughs> a noon appointment, but it's like I'm that's okay. I, so you're I'm finding your like you're finding what works. I'm, yeah, I'm finally like okay, I'm I'm it took me a while to, to set this up right, but I have to like put time aside. And okay, now I'm I'm on my DP clock right now, my driven clock. So I'm going to spend some time. I'm going to go through my client stuff, do it. Okay, now I'm I'm done for a while, and then I'll again in the evening. I kind of pick a time and I'll go through and do it. So yeah, man. One of the things that like throughout the day, trying to constantly do it because that just that wasn't working. I was just it was killing me. But, one of the things that I resisted for a long time was precisely time blocking my week. Yeah. Um, I just thought, oh, it's so, um, it, I'm going to feel trapped. Like, it, you know, mm -hmm. I don't like the idea of planning every 15 minutes of or every hour or whatever you do for a, of my week. That's too much. I don't want to live like that. Um, and I realized that was just old me holding me back because there's a lot of freedom in in having that structure, right? Yeah. Like once you oh. know, okay, at this time, I answer messages. At this time, I'm not. I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I will really warn my clients right now. Um, you might want to put your like phone on do not disturb in the middle of the night because I'm usually up at like two, three in the morning, and that might be when I'm going through and checking on yeah. your stuff. Have an idea. You know what I do? Um, what I do when I wake up at, at stupid early hours is I will go into their 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 trainer eyes and. I type the reply, but I yeah, schedule it for like whatever, 7.30 or something like that. Yeah, I get excitable and don't think to do that. I kind of forget that no one else is up. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, man, that's awesome. Um, you know, I really think that the work that we are doing, the work that you are doing is uh, it, it carries a big responsibility, you know, mm -hmm. uh, whether they're moms or dads uh, or whether they don't have any children, it's, it's just their own uh, health, happiness, lifestyle, what they get to do with, you know, oh, I'm going to go for a walk. I can go on a hike. I'm not going to fall apart. Like it, it's, it's really liberating people from that, from the pain of, of being stuck. And, and, uh, and, and it's, it's great that you push through that, um, that hell month of, of training. <laughs> um, you know, this is really good feedback for us too, because we knew it was going to be a little bit um, heavy. And as a matter of fact, I think I told you this. I told Natalie when you guys were coming on board, I was like, some of them might not make it yeah. through the month. And I was like, that's okay. Like that's, that's perfect. Cause if they can't make it through that month, then yep. maybe it's, you know, it was the first, uh, <laughs> the first level kind of thing. How did you feel? Did you feel at any point where you're like, nah, maybe not. Um, no, because only because it was it was fun to learn. Like uh, nursing school was honestly the same, just a lot longer where we had people just gone. Like you'd come into class one day and oh, we're so and so. It's like they literally just couldn't do it. They left. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was never an option. It never even occurred to me that I would just go. And this was the same thing. Like it was it was hard trying to fit the time in and trying to learn. It was so much information. My God. Um, and half asleep trying to do it as well, like trying to be awake to process it. Um, but at the same time, I'm on Yo, God, yeah, a lot That's of quizzes. the problem, right? You can't just like press play and like no. rest your eyes. <laughs> yeah. But then a lot of it too was I'm on this journey as well. I mean, I'm a client first. I'm on this journey. And this was like, give me the knowledge. This was wonderful because right. it, it really helped me. It, I remember actually hitting some pretty decent or, uh, blasting past some pretty significant plateaus while in the middle of this training right so that kind of when i knocked it up a step and started hitting my, my the, window. the window was it just opened and yeah, I was like, oh <laughs> yeah yeah i love it man that's awesome um well listen thank you so much for for enduring that um the difficult uh month that challenging month um i think that like i said the work that the work that you're doing is um, is extremely important, and and it's literally uh, literally saving people. Um, and and I love that you that you, that you that you're part of the team. Uh, I love seeing the wins um, for mm. you guys, members. Um, we have a private thread with the with the team where we share um, your wins. Um, you realize how addictive that was going to be. It's 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 amazing, man. It's mm. it's. Hey, it's it's one of the right gold stars, right? Yeah. It, it's it's doing work that yeah, it feels good. It feels your bucket, but mm -hmm. but there's a bigger purpose there. It's not it, it feels your bucket that much because it's not about you, right? No, it's, it's literally seeing big changes in these people's lives, and they're like these are huge hurdles that people are having to get over. Like it's one thing if if I crush my own goal and okay, that's you know, great for me, but to get to actually share someone else's like, 
you don't often get to share these things. And here's like a whole group of people that are telling them to me. I'm like, woo, that's great. I get to see like. Well, and they're going to like to them. Like, see, back in the day, um, this was not a difficult part about being a one man show. The, the mm -hmm. best part about being a one man show was that that everybody just came to me to be like, yeah. Miguel, you did this for me. And that was great. But I also was this close to throwing the towel because I was burning out. Yeah. Now you get like now now that we have a team, obviously we can help more people. So yes, it feels good. And and these people are literally going to remember. You know what really turned around for me? I worked with a coach. His name mm -hmm. was Graham. And he was great. He was a, like he was a dad just like me or whatever, right? He went through the same challenges as me. He lived with it for 20 years until yeah. it was finally enough. And yeah, he he helped me through this. So thank you so much for, for that work. Um, we I just really want to want to want to just communicate our appreciation for for your hard work. And and and, uh, and I'm glad that you're still here and get ready because, we, you know, this is a never ending uh, yeah journey and uh and yeah it's 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 awesome I, I i hope that you and your family can go back to living like a family um, um, one day. <laughs> yeah. but I'm, hey i'm wearing my mask man i'm wearing my masks so i'm doing my part <laughs> no I love, um, I love that you brought that up um uh, just blanked on what i was thinking again um you know, I've had a few clients ask me now, like, where did I come from? Where did, so I'm glad we're doing these. Cause I mean, yeah, I have gone through everything they're going through. I'm still going through it. I've got goals to crush too. So I want people to know as well that, you know, I'm not just some, some guy typing on the keyboard, go do this, go do this. I'm doing yeah. it with you as well. Yeah. So I love you show up to the accountability calls. Um, Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you you write your answer to the accountability yeah. call. You're there participating. You're there observing the 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 knowledge, right? Because Katie has been coaching people now for I don't know six years, yeah. right? So there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of yeah. value there. So you never awesome, stop, my friend. All right, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And uh, yeah, I'll see you later on for the for the team meeting. Oh, that's right, Friday. Okay. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. It's in my calendar. That's it everything. <laughs> so I have a lot of alarms going off all day long. Oh, there you go. That's the secret. All, all right. right, man. All right, take care, everyone. All right, talk to you soon. All right. Bye.